Welcome to the Make Me Whole podcast. I'm your host, Josette Rosado, and it's time to talk getting past what's difficult, trusting our own abilities to do more, and keeping it that way. Hey there. So this question was actually posed to me after the last podcast where we were talking about Bruno and the idea of dealing with close family members and ending our toxic relationships with them. How do I deal with my toxic friendships? Let me define that a little bit more. Toxic friendships, what are those? Well, I think first of all, especially now, we value the people that we call friends. They're not just people that we casually associate with. These are people that we've let in and usually have an emotional bond with. I was recently watching a TED Talk by Sharon Livingston, and she talked about this same topic, the idea of the toxic friend. The way she presented it was giving a story about a guy named Joe who was walking down the street one day and as he was walking, all of the sudden, all this shattering glass fell from above and right on top of him, right on top of his head. While he felt the different pieces of glass, he didn't necessarily see that he had gotten hurt. He had like a nick on his neck and he saw that he was bleeding. He got something to cover it up and by the time he got home, the blood had already dried and it looked like his injury was on its way to being healed. 25 years later, Joe had been experiencing such excruciating pain, just so much pain in his neck, in his head. He just didn't know what was going on. Finally got to the point where he had to go to the doctor. When he got there and after being evaluated, the doctor asked him, when did you get shot? Joe kind of looked at him and was like, what are you talking about? And then he remembered the day of the glass shattering. And what he hadn't realized was that he actually had a bullet lodged on the base of his skull. He had an immediate surgery and they were able to get the bullet out and he still has a scar on the back of his neck. Having removed the bullet allowed him to get back to a normal life. Having a toxic friendship is like having a bullet stuck in your head and one that you decide to carry, just like Joe. If it was something he would have addressed before 25 years, he could have probably lived a more fulfilled life, a fuller life. The same is true for the toxic friendships we engage in, because if we know the signs along the way, we can make changes sooner so that we're not suffering long and we're not being held captive in a bad relationship. We've all been there, right? I don't know about you, but friendships have always been really important to me. And because of how important they've been, I found myself often doing things and allowing things to happen that I might not normally would have on a regular basis when it came to my friends. 
This, of course, was always in the hopes of being on the right side of the friendship. I experienced this, of course. Um, I had a really close friend who just seemed to be someone that I got along with. We had similar interests. We were on the same page when it came to life. We both were engaged around the same time. We were planning weddings and children. And it seemed like there were so many things we had in common. And in that time, we were able to support one another while we were going through these new life stages. And that's usually what you look for in the beginning of your friendships. You look for that good chemistry. For a while, there was so much fun, so much laughter. And then slowly, things started to change. And honestly, there's no way that anyone can predict how friendships are going to turn out. When we're talking about friendships, there is actual research that has said that having a good relationship with friends promotes better health and a healthier lifestyle. It's also the truth for people who have serious medical issues and maybe have had to have surgery. The company of good friends has led to a quicker recovery. There's also research on the other end that shows that being involved in a toxic relationship can create negative health conditions, especially in the heart, even so much as to lead to things like high blood pressure, hypertension, and heart attacks. Going back to that friendship I was talking about, all of a sudden, after having spent so much time with one another, the friend started talking about regrets, things that they felt they hadn't done, that they felt trapped in their life. The part of being trapped was our relationship because they could, because I wasn't able to recognize what they were going through. I also wasn't able to recognize that I was actually going through the same thing and refused to admit it. I really wasn't feeling that way. I felt more like my life path was towards motherhood, creating a family, and I was actually pretty satisfied with many of the things I had already done. They weren't. And as a result, they began getting involved with really impulsive behaviors and didn't want to be judged for them. Sometimes it even got to the point of where they wanted me to give them praise for this sudden rebellion and making decisions that they were happy about. Honestly, I started to step back because I kept getting criticized, but also I wanted to be a good friend and listen. You know, I'm a therapist. That's what I thought I was supposed to do. However, after lots of long conversations, it no longer became a sharing of information with one another. It shifted into more of a verbal vomiting of what was negative and how they were going to be different and how no one was going to stop them. There was no room for me to share my own feelings or for them to realize that I had needs as a friend as well. So I stepped back even more. I realized I was never going to be given the opportunity to really talk about how I felt, especially about their acting out and impulsivity. If I did, it was just going to be met with anger, frustration, lots of arguing, disagreements. Anytime we'd be around each other, it would just be met with like chaos. And I felt like I had to walk really lightly around them and be careful of what I said. 
making sure that I made myself present for them, even if they didn't do the same for me. That sickening feeling inside of me, God, not knowing what mood I was going to get, but feeling that it was a connection that I needed to have and that I wanted to have because this was someone I was close to. And not being in their company, not having them as my friend, it, it meant that I had failed in some way, that I couldn't handle someone who might have challenged me or thought differently than me, that I was limiting myself to only having certain people around me. If I wasn't able to handle the difficulties my friends were going through, what did that say about me as a friend? Now I can go on and on about the struggle or how sick I felt or, you know, when they were happy, I was happy. When they were unhappy, I was unhappy. I based my own self-worth on how good or bad our relationship was. Do I have to really say that the relationship ended? I didn't think so. But in case you wondered, yeah, it ended pretty abruptly and hurt in ways I never imagined. Looking back now, of course, I can say I'm grateful to have gone through that experience because it gave me an understanding of just how important of a friend I needed to be to myself. There were things I was missing out on because of the energy I put into being a chaos coordinator and honestly, not a real friend. So if someone were to come to me and ask, well, how do I deal with it? How do I deal with the heartbreak of someone who is trying my patience, might be toxic, or who I let go because of how hard our friendship was. First thing I'd ask, well, how did that friendship make you feel? Have you allowed yourself to actually feel what you feel? You have to mourn that loss. As I said before, friendships are so important and we hold them as these lifelines outside of our immediate families. We trust that these are people we can talk to who might understand us from different perspectives. So to lose one is just as significant and those feelings within us because of that loss need to be honored. Holding it in does no one any good. The lava just heats up and eventually the volcano can and will erupt. After the initial pain and processing has been taken care of and you recognize not only the problems your friend brought to the table, but that you might have brought as well. It's then time to figure out what to do so you can prevent it from happening again. The first person you need to put all your energies into and be a better friend to is yourself. And the more you focus on that, the more you believe in you, that's just going to radiate everywhere. Believe me. Sometimes we have to go through certain painful things in order to see how much stronger we come out in the end. Over and over and over and over again, I have said to my clients this same sentence. I actually think I'm going to put it on a t-shirt soon enough. The biggest frustration we find in ourselves is that we can't change the behaviors of others. The only person I have the power to change is myself. It's when we start making these changes within ourselves that we can leave the door open for better people to come into our lives. Even more exciting is when we work on some of the relationships we do have already with certain people that maybe we didn't give enough time or attention to. Either way, 
The majority of the relationships are much better. And we find that reciprocation is a real thing. The door is completely open for improved friendships. And let me say something about that. There's this perception that the highest quality of friendships are those with two people who are like highly evolved. They're a whole person. They, you know, know everything about being supportive and understanding. They just get it. But better than that is when we can come into a relationship understanding that each of us is flawed and that we can accept the imperfections and celebrate all those times we win together. Thank you so much for your continued support and listening to the podcasts. Welcome to all my new subscribers. You won't regret being here. Don't forget to reach out to me on email at makemewhole at bossesofbliss.com. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Bosses of Bliss and on TikTok at Blissful Boss. Remember, complain less and do more. I'll see you next time.